What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Mark Marauder Show. Be in the market, one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Uh, able to lock in some profits in this volatile market that we have going on. Uh, in this episode, I'll be talking about the current uh, global energy crisis that's going on. So, just going to give you some, my synopsis of what's going on uh, so that you all are aware. So, there's an energy crisis uh, going on in Europe and China, and it is starting to slowly trickle uh, into the U.S. Uh, the energy crisis in Europe and China uh, are spilling into economic forecasts, supply chains, and beyond. Uh, Europe has for weeks been facing sky-high natural gas and power prices, while China, the world's second largest economy, is facing electricity shortages um, that are hobbling factories. Um, so just going to give some highlights of some of the things going on. Uh, in China, uh, they include growing demand on the country's power-hungry factories as a global uh, COVID recovery continues, including the need for energy-intensive metals. Uh, that has pushed up coal prices uh, and peace notes, yet regulators have not allowed power companies to raise rates, so utilities have been slow to boost operations. Uh, the story... Uh, and others also point Chinese officials' uh, efforts to curb energy consumption and its emissions are also playing a role. Uh, now, in Europe, uh, where natural gas prices are uh, tethered to both uh, regional and global forces, um, it's perfect storm raging from higher gas demand due to cold weather uh, or cold winter uh, weather. Uh, than summer heat in multiple regions, uh, but also EU carbon permit policies, uh, lighter winds, uh, and constrained Russian supply, and more. So there are a lot of things going on uh, with uh, the Europe side of it. So um, analysts uh, from Goldman Sachs basically forecast uh, from China's GDP growth this year to 7.8% from uh, the 8.2%. Uh, so saying that it's uh, going to be down uh, because of this. And then also, um, they're saying winter storms are coming. So um, in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, this is going to drive gas prices up even more. So they're saying they're not really out of it. This is just slowly starting to be, uh, again, uh, a much bigger problem uh, that's going to be happen happening. So um, going back to China, uh, Chinese households, uh, are beginning to feel the pinch in Beijing is a push to decarbonize the economy uh, as a summer of high energy prices and low electricity supply uh, forced local authorities to ration uh, electricity usage. Blackouts across several of China's northern uh, province switched uh, traffic and streetlights off last weekend, causing mile-long traffic jams in several cities. Residents of high-rise apartment buildings were forced to take to the stairs in some cities where building management suspended elevator services uh, to conserve electricity. And on Sunday, uh, the Provincial Energy Administration in China's southern uh, Guangdong uh, province called for residents to stop using air conditioning and rely on natural light uh, instead of electric bulbs. So all this is happening while the uh, Evergrande crisis is still going on. So um, tune into the previous podcast where I was talking about uh, the Evergrande uh, crisis. So definitely um, a lot of things going on in China's economy. Um, so ordinarily, Chinese 
Uh, authorities spare household consumers from the shock of power outages, preferring to force industrial users to scale back their energy usage first, uh, which they have. But on Sunday, uh, several Apple and Tesla suppliers announced day-long factory closures to comply with orders from local authorities to ration electricity. So this is starting to affect um, some of the um, big manufacturers there in the factory. So this could definitely hurt um, Apple and Tesla's uh, potential production uh, if this continues on. Uh, but targeting industries um, alone hasn't been enough, uh, with Beijing uh, lumbering towards its 2060 deadline of achieving a net zero carbon economy. Ordinary citizens have discovered rather suddenly that they will have to adjust as well. Uh, so in the southern section of China, uh, this is basically what's going on. Uh, Chinese or China's southern provinces like manufacturing hub uh, Guangdong uh, have suffered power outages since June. Uh, when local officials uh, ordered manufacturers to ration power, forcing factories to cut output. Um, this obtained some 30% of its electricity from hydropower, uh, which is generated in nearby Yun province. Uh, but a warmer than average summer drain reservoirs and evaporated energy supply in Yun. Uh, so basically they tried to combat it by using hydropower, but... Uh, the water was being evaporated too fast. Um, at the same time, surging export volumes caused a spike in industrial energy demand uh, in Guangdong, leading a power shortage. Uh, Yun's capital, or Yun's local demand uh, for hydropower has spiked too. Beijing pushes to decarbonize its... Um, to decarbonize its sector uh, prompted power-hungry uh, aluminum smelters to re relocate to hydro-rich province. Uh, the increased presence of metalworks heightened competition for local green energy. So green energy is doing well uh, over in China. Uh, so in the north uh, portion of China, uh, in China's northern provinces, uh, the nation's coal country, um, the more... They're more reliant on fossil fuels for energy than the southern counterparts. Um, so the arid and frigid uh, north relies heavily on coal-fired power plants to generate electricity, uh, which has made it difficult uh, for authorities to meet Beijing's low quota uh, for carbon emissions, uh, which the government introduced in 2019. Um, so, you know, the ones who are using coal... Uh, are being, you know, regulated even more because they're trying to do an initiative to go green, and the ones who are uh, using green aren't able to use it as efficiently because all the water is drying up from the hot summer. Uh, so this has trickled down to the consumers uh, of China. So with production costs ballooning, uh, China's energy producers are lobbying the government to permit the unthinkable, uh, which is to let the consumers bear the cost. Uh, until two years ago, the government permitted energy producers to raise electricity rates a mere 10% to account for the sudden spike in operating costs. But in October of 2019, China's state planner, the National Development uh, and Reform Commission, or NDRC for short, ordered a freeze on rate hike and set no end date for the policy. Uh, so basically they're saying you can't you know, raise it any higher than that. Uh, in the last month, uh, 11 power producers in North China petitioned the government to permit grid operators to increase prices uh, for end users. Uh, if rocketing costs can't pass on users, the power producers warn the 11 companies um, 
faced bankruptcy. So they're basically saying we're just going to go bankrupt if we don't you know, get the power we need. Uh, so early this month, the Beijing Electric Power Industry Association uh, sounded the alarm. Uh, and in Guangdong on Monday, uh, where temperatures reached 91 degrees Fahrenheit uh, or 33 degrees Celsius, uh, and households were asked to turn off the AC, uh, the government announced that it will permit generators to pass costs on to consumers. So, um, you know, they're basically saying you're going to have to pay more uh, for uh, this power. So definitely very interesting overall. Um, going to be looking closely at some of the uh, Chinese uh, green energy uh, stocks in the market. Um, it's kind of a similar issue that's going on with the U.S. So the U.S. is trying to um, pass an infrastructure bill that will help, you know, some of the things, uh, one of them being EV uh, technology uh, and updating the grid. So I think they're trying to update the grids before, um, you know, I think there's a 2030 Go Green initiative. So, you know, some of the difficulties that China is having now, the U.S. may face uh, sometime in the near future. Uh, I think it's interesting uh, overall uh, with this infrastructure bill uh, coming forward. Um, and, you know, kind of Biden's campaign was the Green New Deal, um, how some of these things are playing out uh, throughout the world. So, um, you know, in the world, in Europe and in China, they have a more Go Green initiative than the U.S. does. Um, but I think, you know, as more legislation is starting to pass, uh, I think the greener everything is going to start to begin, and the U.S. may face some of these uh, problems as well. So definitely very interesting, uh, going to be looking at uh, energy prices, and hopefully this doesn't trickle down uh, to the U.S. Uh, so good luck to everybody out there trading. I uh, hope you all have a fantastic week, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.